everyone, and welcome to the Jay Davis Show. I'm super excited to have two amazing guests today uh, to talk about entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurial journey. Uh, I'm here with Jared and Aaron Hiltzik. Uh, they are the co-founders of Recovery for Athletes. And thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having yeah. us. Well, why don't we start with how'd you guys get going? Uh, we were talking about just a second ago, it's five-year anniversary of launching the business. What's been the path to get to where you guys are today? Yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool. Um, so both Aaron and I, we grew up playing all sports in particular, um, really gravitated towards tennis, even though we started playing baseball, soccer, basketball, you name it, growing up and ended up playing tennis, um, going in collegiately to the University of Illinois, having a great career there for both of us, and then taking on to the professional ATP tour where we um, played for three to four years. Um, during our time on tour, I mean, you got a lot of downtime. You're in hotel rooms for eight to 10 hours a day after you practice and you're just waiting around, not doing too much. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, all right, let's think of something to fund our tennis careers. And my brother-in-law um, had a little bit of e-commerce experience. So I learned from him. And then Aaron and I just started talking. We're like, hey, what if we create a website for some of these amazing health and wellness products that have really helped keep us healthy and that a lot of players on tour, we see them using, but there's not a real true place to, to get them that's trusted. And it really just started that way. Um, one brand at a time, getting them on board, networking those relationships. And here we are today, five years later. That's amazing. That's so awesome. Uh, what, uh, I think there's so many interesting parallels I would like to ask you guys about. What have you seen between athletics and business that is the same and what is different? Yeah, I think the same is like competitiveness. Just you want to compete. You always want to be the best. Um, you're constantly working with people and teammates and it's creating a good culture that Aaron and I, we, we grew up in with. I went to University of Illinois, our, our head coach, Brad Dancer, and assistant coach, Marcos. That's all they ever talked about was culture, culture, culture. Um, and that's something that we've really taken to heart with the business and the people that we've brought along and kind of the perception that we want to perceive to our customers as well, that look, we're a small, tight knit group. We communicate really well. Um, it's an open floor. Like if anyone has problems, we're all talking about it. Everyone knows about everything and we don't keep anything hidden. So I think that's a really strong parallel just in kind of how we grew up with teammates and being a part of a top five national ranked team. And it's, those are the things that really are, are similar. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say one other parallel would just be honestly, just like facing adversity. I mean, you're just so used to that in sports with tennis and taking big losses and obviously everything's always not perfect. And, you know, you make mistakes in e-commerce and whatever it is. And it's just a, we're just kind of used to that. I think every time, you know, any bumps in the road happen where we just feel like we've been through that in, in sports and professional, you know, in professional sports in general. So it's, um, and I think that's what, you know, for especially entrepreneurs, like you're, there's a lot of times you're down in the dumps. You're like, I don't know if we can, you know, push forward and, you know, there's just, this is going wrong, that's going wrong, but you just get through it and then you just take that next step and that next hump and uh, it usually pays off. I love it. I think it's so true. You gotta, you gotta have a, 
in some ways almost a bit of a chip on your shoulder in entrepreneurship to just you want to prove everybody wrong and prove that you can do it and be the best so yeah for sure i mean you get a lot of people that are kind of they see what you're doing and like oh like that sounds fun and easy you can work from anywhere you can just kind of do whatever and i'm like <laughs> all right i'll, I'll trade yeah. you but yeah. uh, it's it has awesome payoffs you get to meet tons of people um like aaron said it's ebbs and flows and we kind of how our brains are accustomed to handling adversity it makes us persevere stronger long run do you guys still play tennis are you still pretty active competitive wise i kind of just do it to stay in shape now um, yeah sometimes i get the competitive juices flowing a little bit but i really just kind of view it as a way to get some cardiovascular activity going and um play around a little bit so maybe once or twice a week it used to be five days a week bit different what about you aaron um i'm I'm out. I'm, I'm honestly less than Jared. I'm maybe like once a month right now. Um, I'm out in Colorado right now, so I'm I'm hiking all the time and skiing, and um, I'll do the occasional pickleball, which it's a little tough to to mention that, but you know I'll play with my fiance or something like that. Just it's easier in that sense, but uh, yeah, not not much tennis. Kind of a sidebar, but how do you guys feel about pickleball? Is it uh, something you like? Do you like seeing? seeing all the attention on it or what do you think it's cool seeing some of the tennis guys that we competed against succeed in pickleball and do really well there at the same time it's one of those things where it's just like hey the same guys that you're competing with are doing well in pickleball and that's a path that they chose to go and they're doing really well with and sometimes it's like what what could have been maybe but it's hey i think it's a great sport recreationally to play with friends and go around there. I think they still have some things working between the um, two different tours. I think they just created a merger now with them. So we'll kind of see how it all transpires. But um, I know the orthopedic world and probably recovery for athletes has benefited from pickleball and all the injuries going on. So what uh, I mean with pickleball, pickleball has been this huge viral trend. I mean, it's just gone crazy. What are some of the trends that you guys have seen as you've built the business? I'm sure there's some interesting ones with different products. And then how have you leveraged that? I, I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, usually you kind of launch with a smaller product catalog and then you expand and grow. How have you balanced that growth and have you, how have you kind of taken advantage of these explosions of certain products? You know, we started out, it was specifically towards uh, the Theragun you know, like the massage guns and, uh, you know, all the athletes on tour were like, you know, where'd you get that thing? You know, can we get that? And, uh, that's kind of what gave us that epiphany of, you know, let's create this one-stop shop. And it kind of just started off, um, you know, mainly just for, you know, the massage gun market and kind of like that, and just obviously slowly expanding out. And there's just, there's tons of categories, you know, obviously athletic recovery, but then there's more pillars that an athlete needs, you know, home, home, home fitness equipment, um, mental performance products, nutrition and supplements, everything like that. So we've really expanded out, just creating, you know, we work with over 200 different brands in every pillar an athlete needs probably right now. And uh, there's just, there's new trends all the time. And I would say one of the big trends now is kind of like the, the cold plunge and the saunas. And you've got the Andrew Huberman's of the world kind of talking about just all the health benefits of that. I think that's really driven a lot of our, our growth the past couple of years. 
Yeah, and I think naturally, like, this started out as just a total just side gig to fund our tennis careers and everything like that. And just as we've gotten immersed in the business, kind of just learned the ins and outs. And then um, COVID was definitely uh, friendly to us. I think every a lot of e-commerce companies did well during COVID. But um, with us in the health and wellness space, it kind of opened the door to, okay, there's much more, many more things that an athlete needs to succeed. Um with their body and health and wellness and longevity in general. So COVID kind of was a little stepping stone to that and really got us to, um, to grow into our shoes a lot quicker. Um, and we really just had to bite the bullet and just go full force. And that's really allowed us to expand into, as Aaron mentioned, other categories and other brands and just um, growing our team and being able to handle the demand as come with that. As you guys look at the business and you think of the future, where where do you want to head and how do you just define and kind of discover that vision? Is it talking with customers? Is it talking as a team? Is it the two of you as co-founders? I think that's another challenge I see with when I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs where they're like trying to figure out where to take the business. How have you guys navigated that and been able to kind of build out that plan? Yeah, I'd say it's almost entirely based off of our team, like our team meetings, we come in together, everyone just being on the same page, whether you're solely customer service, whether you're solely sales, whether you're in the marketing team, it's the market the sales and customer service, they hear stuff from the customers, us, they'll bring it up in meetings. Hey, these are different things that customers are talking about. Then that kind of gets the marketing juices flowing. And then everyone just kind of gets involved and starts talking about the different paths of growth, whether that's in in content or different creation or um, partnering with different gyms. And I think for us in particular, one space that we're really trying to cover is, look, we're the one-stop shop. We're for athletic recovery, home fitness, you name it, like we have it. And to be able to build out kind of these recovery rooms for physical therapy, gyms, um, we just did a, a big, project in Indianapolis where we just totally outfitted their recovery room and just provided them with eight to different brands that we have that they can offer their clientele and members already. So that's something that's probably going to be our next step forward is still main core being that B2C just directly to the consumer, but also branching out in more of that B2B market, getting into businesses, getting them on the phone, um, having kind of layouts and images and just showing, hey, this is what your space could look like. These are all the products we have from the best brands in the world. Let's build this for you guys. You guys offer it to your clients, maybe upcharge them $20 a membership or include it in their monthly membership already. And it's really going to pay off and pay dividends. Yeah, because we, we've seen that this can be such a large trend and it's already happening in a lot of the big health and wellness spaces like Lifetime Fitness or Equinox, stuff like that, where they they have kind of built out these recovery rooms, but we realize, you know, we are that true one-stop shop hitting every pillar that someone would need for a gym. If they want to, you know, get, get in a massage chair or a cold plunge or sauna, um, or, you know, the, the Norma tech boots, anything like that, you know, we, we really are that one stop and, um, we can work with gyms and all these different clinics that can really, you know, create that type of recovery room. That's really cool. And can you just be a big boost to those gyms where they can you know, increase the revenue for, you know, as Jared said, charge, let's say $20, $30 a month extra, they want access to that recovery room or, 
you know, the affiliate model where they can even sell the products and stuff like that. So there's a lot of potential we, we kind of see there as a, a new phase of what we've been doing on top of our um, e-commerce. As you guys have grown this business, uh, I think one of the interesting and unique things that you could probably speak to, which a lot of people go through, is you're working with family. Uh, what's that been like? I'm sure there's been challenges. What have also been the strengths of working with? Do you have other family members who are involved in the business or just the two of you? Just the two of us. Um, and it's funny. So the benefit of it is trust is the number one thing. You trust each other entirely with absolutely everything. Um, in addition, you feel like you can just totally speak freely and not hold back on anything. So Aaron faces the brunt of that for me more often being the the older brother. Um, but he always takes that on the chin like a champ and it's it allows for really good conversation and the entire team knows this too. So that goes back to our team culture and all that. They they'll just like Aaron says something I don't agree with, I'll just disagree and they just they all laugh because they know it's coming and vice versa. Aaron Aaron doesn't uh Aaron's too Aaron's nicer. Aaron's a lot nicer than me. Um so that's definitely the positives. I think the challenges is what challenges are there? Yeah. I mean, obviously like the challenges of that being brothers is sometimes I feel, you know, we're on, on calls together and all of a sudden business pops up and we sometimes feel more business partners than brothers. And you know, that's, that's kind of what's been a little bit challenging over time. But I think now we've kind of, we haven't like backed off. I would say from like, you know, talking as much or businessy like that. But I think we just kind of have that, that knowing of, okay, like every, everything in the world is not just about trying to grow and it's all about money. Like, you know, having, being with family is more important than that family and friends. And, um, so I think that's been, you know, just a, not like a challenge, but it's just kind of a knowing that, okay, it's a thing there, but, um, yeah, but then again, like, you know, I think what Jared and I have both realized too, it's we're both very different where I read this one book, it's called, I think it's called Rocket Fuel or something where there's always like a visionary and then there's an the integrator. Think of all the big companies, you know, Jeff Bezos uh, or, you know, Amazon with Jeff Bezos and um, I forgot the other co-founder, but, um, you know, Steve Wozniak, Steve Jobs, like, you know, yeah. Steve Jobs, a big visionary, Wozniak, just integrator. And if you just look, there's tons of co-founders where it's just like that. And Jared and I are very similar, similar in that way, where I'll just spit out crazy ideas all the time. And Jared will just, you know, you'll give me a lot of crap for it. And just, but a lot of those ideas have come off really big where, you know, we were just selling recovery products. And I had this random idea. I'm like, Jared, let's just start selling exercise bikes. Let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, we partnered with um, a couple of the big brands out there and then COVID hits and boom, you know, now we're selling more fitness stuff than recovery. But, uh, you know, so it's, it's interesting to kind of see those little things happen. But I think it's just from that trust that we have, we're just like, I trust Jared. He's going to, he's going to be the operations. He's going to run with this and I'm just going to keep coming up with more ideas. <laughs> well, it's, uh, rocket fuel is definitely the book I recommend more than any other book talking to other entrepreneurs. I think it's just, it's kind of the, the, the owner's manual for being, uh, being in a partnership, being an entrepreneur. I mean, it just, it constantly comes back to, to that. And I think, like you said, that's another thing of being an entrepreneur. You guys are building a startup and even when you're not family, you kind of become family, uh, in many ways. And I think what you said is a really good point. Sometimes you have to remember 
sometimes we're hanging out as an executive team and or even as a broader company and all of our spouses and you know partners fiancés boyfriends girlfriends whatever they're like can we not talk about business for five minutes uh we're having a party and you're like oh yeah i forgot let's uh i'm sure you have to remind yourself on thanksgiving day like okay no business talk let's just let this be about family Actually, on Thanksgiving Day is probably the worst for us because that's when Black Friday is. I fly to Charlotte. That's where our warehouse is. And we're, we're up the wazoo, like seeing all the sh- by dings going all the time. And we're packing boxes, you know, staying up till midnight, trying to, you know, close a live chat just because we'll do what it takes, you know, and that's kind yeah. of just have that extra drive, which is funny. Yep. It's funny how in e-com, your whole life kind of starts to become... It's like we can, my wife knows, like, we'll never go anywhere for Thanksgiving. It's just not, Black Friday is too crazy. We can go somewhere for Christmas. By then, things have calmed down. We have a little lull, uh, but not Black Friday. Black Friday is like, I'll work Black Friday. Thanksgiving, we'll have dinner together. But yeah, it's it's wild. It's some of those challenges. Yeah. I mean, we pretty much have unlimited company time off. And let, if you get your work done, then we're we're good. Take Take vacation and stuff. But our blackout dates are Black Friday, Cyber Monday, obviously the other big holidays too. But it's like, hey, we need all hands on deck that Friday and Monday. It's it's an interesting part of being in any industry. Every industry kind of has some quirks and e-com is like, you can have some holidays, but they're not going to be normal holidays. You know, you're, you're not taking Labor Day off. You're not taking Memorial Day off. You're going to be making sure that customers are okay. And it's always, always a challenge. That's awesome. So as you guys look back, it's been this five-year journey. What are the things you wish you had known and you would tell other entrepreneurs who are getting going? What are like maybe the one or two key takeaways for each of you of like, man, I wish I would have done this sooner or known this from the beginning. What are some of those things you would share? I mean, there's tons of like different things to kind of, I guess, touch on there. Um, I mean, the, the biggest number one thing I would say is to have a partner that is just, you just trust no matter what, that they're going to get their job done. And you know that they'll have your back on whatever happens. And like, you know, say it is a brother or it's like a best friend or whatever, you know, you're, you're kind of taking that friendship over, over just money in general, because the more you grow, the more challenges you're going to get, you're going to be like, who's working more, who's doing this. And, you know, sometimes that can happen, but you just know that you have so much trust in this person that they're going to get the job done. And it's just kind of like, um, it's just like an unwritten rule in a way that, you know, that's what Jared and I have, I would say so well. And that's why we've done so well with the company, just because that, you know, even, I don't know, like I'll go, I'll go fly fishing for a day or something. And Jared, he's, he's like, that's fine. Like, I, I got to cover like, you know, and Jared will go golf. I'm like, that's fine. Like, it's just, it's just how it, how it is. Yeah. I'd say that's, that's one of them. I think, you know, entrepreneurs should always try to do is like, yes, focus on your one thing that you're good at. And once you actually start having success with that, just keep branching out, you know, just turn that into like a true ecosystem, whether it's, you know, Say you've been selling products and now create content around those products and, you know, try to think of new ways or adding in new categories or just doing all these new ways to just grow that business instead of just being so focused on one little narrow path. Because there's always these sub niches under your niche in a way that I think, you know, you see a lot of 
you know, the big companies, that's what they do now. I mean, Amazon, for example, with AWS, like you wouldn't think they would just become a, you know, basically a software company now with that. So. No, it's a great point. Well, and, and a lot of the stuff, especially in your guys' field, it takes off and takes off quick. I mean, three years ago, no one was cold plunging like now. I mean, it just, same thing with the Theraguns. It's like, I don't remember anyone. I never had seen one of those 10 years ago. And then now it's everywhere. So you got to be, you got to be adaptive. That's a great, great advice. It's crazy just how adaptive you have to be and how at first, I mean, we learned a big lesson um, just during COVID and everything. It's like, hey, this is just going to keep going on and on and on and home fitness and everything there. And then bike sales drop off a cliff. I mean, you've seen it with Peloton and everything just, and it was kind of a gut check where it's like, wow, I'm really glad Aaron convinced me to branch off and have these different little sectors because if we were still just as heavy as we were with exercise bikes and home fitness, then we'd be in a much different position than we are today. So yeah. I think that's super important where it's like when things are going really good, just always kind of have in the back of your mind, okay, how can we still adapt? How can we kind of protect ourselves in case something unexpected does happen? Well, guys, this has been so great. Thanks for coming and uh, sharing your wisdom with us and uh, helping people to you know, learn from the, the hard knocks you guys have had to go through. I think that's uh, one of the fun things about being an entrepreneur is you, you get to a certain level and then you get to help people coming up behind you who are, who you're a little bit farther ahead of and again, to help them is super rewarding. So really appreciate you guys coming. Uh, anyone can go to recoveryforathletes.com, right? And check out you guys' product line. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Thanks for coming and being guests. Really appreciate it. Thank you.